All right. Wow. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. After a totally uneventful and normal week. Nothing <laughs> happened immediately after Haley and I recorded that podcast. Just nothing. It wasn't Both within Bachelor Nation, but also the nation of the United States of America. Yes. Uh, where should we begin? Where should we? Where do we begin? <laughs> I think we should take it back. Okay, so when we recorded, Chris Harrison had just completely botched his interview with Rachel Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And people were pissed. Yes. And then last Sat, and then on Saturday, he announced that he was quote stepping aside. Yeah. Did we? I don't so think wait, we. What happened in the interview? Well, okay. Let's introduce our yes. guests. We have so we have so many things to go through today. There's so much in our head that has to get out and like. Our there's so many intertwined things happening. It's all so, interconnected. Okay, so Haley, so, you go. Let me introduce Jeffrey. Everybody, our guest of the week. So you don't have to listen to Jess. Me and Annie is my <gasps> good friend Jeffrey. Hey, hey everybody. Hello. Say hi, Jeffrey. He and I went to college together. We are our only surviving friends in Fort Worth now. It's a very um, lonely city now. Us. Yes, all of our friends left us. He is a very smart man. He is getting his, is it called a master's of accounting? Is that what it's called? Yeah, master's of accounting. He's getting his master's yeah. of accounting. Um, he is a proud dog dad. And right now he is recording from hotel because Texas is crumbling, which we will maybe get into later. <laughs> but let's go back to the Chris Harrison stuff, I guess. So, I guess back to the Chris Harrison. This is going to be a roller coaster. Um, yeah. So there is a girl who is on Matt season, and this is going to get confusing because there's two girls named Rachel. So there's, so there's Rachel girl K Matt and season. Rachel L. Rachel mm-hmm. K is on Matt season and she's like still on like she is a front runner. Okay. Bachelor Nation fans because they're insane have dug up a lot of dirt on her. A lot of microaggressions. Um, she's liked friends posts where the friends are wearing MAGA stuff. She dressed as a Native American one year for Halloween. Um, she shared stuff. Oh, I totally saw a TikTok about this. Yes. You saw a TikTok? People have accused Whoa. her of bullying yeah. her for liking black guys. Um, and then the like big thing that kind of was like the nail in her coffin came out that she went to a ball or a, sorry, not a ball. She went to a frat formal that was called like the Old South formal that was at a plantation. So just a lot of And they were wearing like things. antebellum clothes. Yes. From, you know, the time so, that <laughs> fans have been talking about this for weeks. She has not made a statement. Bachelor Nation has not made a statement. So Chris Harrison goes on Rachel Lindsay. She, he does an interview with Rachel Lindsay, who is a former bachelorette, um, one of two black bachelorettes. And I mean, total, there have been of all the bachelors and bachelorettes. Matt is our third one of color. Okay. So she's so sad sad and embarrassing. It's so sad. She has done a lot to like advocate for like other black cast members. Okay. And like educate cast members. She is wonderful. Rachel Lindsay. So she's pushing Chris in this interview to talk about the stuff that has come about out about Rachel K. And he just is 
just brushes it all aside. Like he botches this interview so horribly. He does not care at all. He says, I think one of the worst lines that he says is he first he tries to tell Rachel Lindsay that he's like, oh, well, you know, this party she went to, that was five years ago. And she's like, actually, it was three. And it was like 2018. I said this last week to Haley. We're two weeks into 2021. It might as well be two years ago. Yeah, it was ago. basically two years ago. It's basically two years yeah. ago. And No, like, I still sometimes two, think it's matter- 2020, if we're being real. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, then two years tries- ago versus five years ago, it still is, it doesn't matter. Exactly. That's and still that way too close for comfort. Yes. Yeah, that and difference then, doesn't matter. And then he also says to Rachel Lindsay, he's like, is this, because she's saying, you know, it's a bad look going to a ball at a plantation. And he says, he's like, is it a bad look for 2018 or a bad look for 2021? Like, That's just a bad look. It was just a bad look in general. Period, a bad look. This is like when, like, I don't know, like, when that whole Justin Trudeau scandal, as much as I love him, when, like, that, like, he came out Mm -hmm. in blackface. Like, that's bad at any time. There was never a time where blackface was okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, so he botches this interview. People are already pissed at the franchise. This just, like, adds fuel to the fire. Um, People are calling for him to quit his job. Fans are upset, rightfully so. Um, And he comes out with a statement that it basically said, like, his statement was saying that it was mutually decided that he would step aside. And he would not be at the uh, final rose taping. Indefinite period. It is not saying he was resigning. That is not what it said. Um, just said he's going to step aside for a moment, which also, like, mm-hmm. aside from the final rose, probably just means, like, not tweeting about The Bachelor for the rest of the season. Yeah. Not saying that he should, like, he should 100% step aside. And I had a really good conversation with this with a friend who, you know, was kind of like, isn't this, you know, just very, you know, it was like the argument that a lot of people bring up, like, isn't this very cancel culture or, like, are we not allowed to make one mistake? And here's my take on that. Which you can, I mean, I'm a white woman, like, my opinion doesn't matter. But (laughs) Bachelor Nation last season, in the last summer, in the light of everything going on in this country, like this reckoning for racial justice, made a commitment to advocate better for its black contestants and its people and Mm -hmm. its contestants of color. Mm -hmm. They have done nothing since making that commitment and making that statement besides, like, bringing on Matt, which is, like, this huge overdue step and having Taysha like, they haven't done things to make the a better situation for contestants of color. Yeah. So if they really yeah, want to make because... this commitment, then having someone who brushes aside racial, like racist actions, that's a step towards doing what they said they were going to do over a year ago. And they should have been doing since mm-hmm. the franchise started. This that's is about, how, I feel about how little I pay attention to the bachelor nation. So I guess like the perfect guess didn't even realize who The Bachelor was. So I didn't realize that it was a black man this season. Yes. Yes. And it's probably the most diverse cast of women, mm-hmm. like the like contestants, I guess, for lack of a better word, that they've ever had. Um, but yeah, we don't so, see and a lot of I them. Saw a really good, I saw a really good post about, like, this isn't the first mistake. Like, Chris has made problematic mm-hmm. comments in the past. There have been other contestants who fans have been able to dig up that's the other step. That's the other part people have like brought up is like, why isn't production, if super fans can find this stuff, like why isn't production digging more into the past? And like production should not be bringing on people who have made bad choices in the past. So it's not like a one-time mm-hmm. thing. This isn't a one-time thing. And also I should add, after this whole thing came out with Chris, um, but before I think he stepped aside, 
um, a bunch of like the contestants from Matt's season, a bunch of contestants from Rachel's season, like banded together and made public statements on their social media, mm-hmm. like coordinated public statements saying like they stood in support of Rachel Lindsay and like the work that she was doing to educate mm-hmm. Chris and educate Bachelor Nation. So it's been a wild time. Which is like the first time contestants have ever actively like spoken, spoken out, against really. the show, especially while yes. on it. And then like having them like yes. unionize together to do that was yes. very intense. Yes. And then the other part of okay, it. I kind of Rachel- like that though. Yeah, oh, it's, great. it's cool. It's great. It's, it's really great cool. to be. And like it's really yeah. good to see the white members of Matt season standing like amplifying their black counterparts like voices like that's what needs to happen Mm -hmm. in these times and they're just standing by Rachel Lindsay standing by the other black women on their season and just amplifying their voices um the other part of it is that Rachel K so the one who is in this hot water made a statement and she has not spoken about any of this this has been coming out for weeks I don't know why but I'm just like buckled in ready for a train wreck right now with what you're about to say (laughs) Actually, her thing so wasn't it's, terrible. So it's hard I because say. I don't feel like it's my apology to accept. It's not. It's, True. It doesn't matter what I think. True. It doesn't matter what I think of her apology. I do always, in any sort of like celebrity fia- fiasco situation, always like feel like I'd look at it from like a PR standpoint, having studied that for four years. I thought her statement was well-worded. And it seemed genuine. She said that she she didn't deny anything. She said she messed up. She apologized. She said she was learning. Like, that's that's step number one. There was no, like, denial. There was no brushing aside. She didn't do what Chris did. I was really disheartened by the comments in her, like, she posted, basically posted a screen of text on her Instagram. I was really disheartened by the comments in it because it was a lot of, like, all the top comments with thousands of likes were white people saying that she had nothing to apologize for, they forgave her, or people make mistakes, which was really frustrating to see. Um, but I think, you know, she made an apology, and now time will tell if she's actually mm-hmm. learned from it. It's kind of how I feel about it. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that's happened in the past? That's really all that's been going on in Bachelor Nation. Demi's in some hot yeah. water now. Oh, yeah, Demi's in some hot water because this kind of goes into what we'll discuss this week. But Demi's in some yeah, hot water. Yeah, we can maybe get to that in a comments. bit. Yeah, over some comments she made about some of the women this on the episode. season. And that kind of plays and other into... other things coming up from her past. Yeah, and that... But the comments Demi made also kind of, like, plays into this, like, portrayal that the bachelor producers are making for like certain women on the show and like what mm-hmm. that looks like and how like they portray these women as compared to like white women. It's this whole mm-hmm. thing that we will tell you all about. It's very, mm-hmm. it's just been an insane week. That's really all I'm ready for that this. can be said. So then on top of that, Texas is falling apart. Mm-hmm. This is um, we were recording this on Thursday, February 18th. We are hopefully on the, end of our snowpocalypse that has Mm -hmm. left a lot of people without power and water jeffrey himself i have been really thankful and lucky that somehow the power grid has not failed me has it has failed literally millions of other people so yeah 
Yeah, but um, you were nice enough to provide a couch for me to sleep on. So, I'm you know. just happy to provide a couch. And that has been the only upside of this whole thing is seeing how the community, mm-hmm. has businesses and nonprofits and neighbors have come together to support one another when other people have failed us. Yeah, like Ted Cruz. So. Oh, gosh, Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, That's all. Anyway, so, should we get into it? I think we should. I think um, okay. I think this is going to be a really good time for you, Jeffrey. I think you're going to enjoy yeah. this. So, Jeffrey, before we get into it, tell us about any exposure, like anything you can tell us about your exposure or experience or knowledge of the Bachelor franchise. Um, so I've seen one season of The Bachelor. Okay. It was Peter's season. Ugh. Pilot Pete. <laughs> um, it really turned me off from the show as a whole, if that's we're going to be honest. Fair. That's fair. That's very fair. And the only reason I watched it was because I, where I was working, like everybody would talk about it in the break room at lunch, and I just wanted to be a part of the conversation. Classic. So I wanted it to be a part of the conversation, but I didn't care about it that much. And I have no desire to really get back into the franchise, if we're being real. <laughs> Pilot oh. Pete season is so closely attached to uh, second semester senior year for me. Like, I have so many memories of watching Pilot Pete season, like, with my roommates in our house and then watching the finale right over spring break, which was right when everything started shutting down. So, Pilot Pete season really weighs heavy on me. Mm-hmm. Brings back the memories. Man, that's, that's a bummer that that was really your first go at it. Yeah, and like okay. people have been telling me to We're watch to it for you. It for you. But I would go over if somebody was like providing a glass of wine as long as I watched The Bachelor with them. Like I would be over there in a heartbeat. You're a social bachelor. Like people are like, I'm a social drinker. I'm a social drinker. You're like, I'm a social bachelor watcher. Exactly. I don't care what's happened on the That's previous fair. episodes. You're providing me like a glass or a bottle of wine. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of the show is you can just honestly like, yes, it is nice to experience the previous episodes but you really can dive right in and you to still appreciate the drama yeah anytime all right okay so, so okay so let's i'm trying to think of like the groundwork we need to like lay for you um, matt is the bachelor mm-hmm. there's been a lot of tension among the women in the house mostly because tons of drama tons of girl drama tons of girl which drama, is like classic yeah which has also been stemmed by the producers just consistently Pulling new tricks out of their sleeves every single episode. Yes. Um, they are. Um, okay, so we're like decently into the season now. Yes. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. next week is is hometowns. We go from from this episode, we cut down to four at the end of this episode, which is truly, truly insane. insane. Next week is hometowns. Wait, so you the go fall- from 10 to four? Yes. Yes, which we'll get into that. That's big the, the episode basically That's started with it. The bi- episode basically started with eight. They like mm-hmm. took the rose ceremony from last week and put it in this week, but really started with eight. So okay. next week will be okay. hometowns. The following week will be fantasy suites. And then the following week will probably be finale. So we have about, which is crazy. We have about three ish weeks left. Well, they're four doing fantasy women tell all. COVID? Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, so they, they're like entirely out, sequestered in this resort. Yeah, and they so get supposedly, tons of COVID tests. yeah. So supposedly, supposedly they're it's super safe. safe. Um, but they're literally doing hometowns next week. So, okay. So that's some context and we'll kind of, as we continue, we'll paint the picture of some of our, some of our gals. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So also I I just want to mention that they start off the episode with just absolutely no reference to anything that has happened in the last week at all. Not even a title card. 
Nothing. Saying something. Nada. Not calling in anyone to discuss it and having them just do like a really quick bit. No. Sorry. Bit's a weird word. Quick discussion. Quick talk. Yeah. Not no. like not can't, I can't say bit. I'm surprised. Yeah. No. But. Um, All right. So the episode starts with, okay, so the usual format used to be like the episode starts, there's like three dates, and then it ends with a rose ceremony. That format went out the window a few years ago, and now they love to drag the rose ceremony. They love to start it in the last episode and then finish it in the mm -hmm. beginning of a new episode. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to have the cliffhangers to bring people back in. Exactly, Jeffrey. Now you're starting to get it. So... If okay. being an accountant Should doesn't talk about work Heather? out, huh? Yeah, he's got I a mean, future being for The episode ended with Heather coming in. That was the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So Heather was on pilot. No, not pilot Pete season. Col- Colton season. Mm-hmm. So so about two years ago, she was on Colton season, and she is best friends with Hannah Brown, who pilot Pete is from her season. Mm-hmm. Basically, Hannah Brown was the one that- from Knoxville, right? No, she's from Alabama. She was from Alabama? I thought that was Madison. Madison's also She's from also Alabama. from Alabama. They really love Alabama. They cast a oh, lot of southern South. girls. Okay. They cast, so, they cast a lot of southern bells on this show. Yes. So basically Hannah, or basically Heather knows of Matt through the Bachelor grapevine, essentially. To put it in layman's terms. Layman's terms. She shows up unannounced last episode, basically trying to shoot her shot with Matt. Yeah. And she walks in and all these girls are like, who the heck is this? And she doesn't say anything to the girls. She just walks straight into the room where Matt is during the cocktail party before the rose ceremony and wants to shoot his shot, shoot her shot yeah. with him. I am going to be honest. I, windmill girl, right? No, she's not. Win- Hannah is windmill girl. Hannah is windmill girl. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm Hannah just and her, piece things. No, you're, you're, just, you're, you're trying to piece together. everyone together. It's okay. Hannah and Heather met on Colton season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is where Hannah Hannah was on Colton season and then next season became the Bachelorette and became the Windmill Girl. Okay. That's not her title, but sure. So I'm gonna be honest, I was making dinner during this whole part. I like understood what was happening, but I really don't understand the specifics of what he said. Mm-hmm. But all the girls oh, also in a shocking turn of events, none of the girls are handling Heather's arrival well. No. Surprisingly, after they've been any show ever handle a new arrival well. <laughs> no, exactly. Especially when the week prior they had been, they, the producers had brought in five new girls, so they were already. Uh, they've never done that before. That yeah. was a crazy. So twist. they already got twisted with, oh, we're going to bring in five new girls, and they had to deal with that. And then after that had calmed down, the waters had died down. They're like, ah, just kidding. We're bringing in a former contestant who probably knows Matt in some capacity. So. We're dropping in, dropping Heather in. We all go spiral. Yeah. yeah. That just sounds so, like drop, like, you know, you have two hungry dogs and you would drop a steak in between them literally. and, like, just watch the fight happen. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the conversation they had? Because I yes. was cooking during okay. the specific Okay. So, I of can. It. Like, Matt and Heather. Yes. So, let me tell you about this. So, Heather comes in um, as this girl, Piper, is talking with Matt, and Piper is just shocked she doesn't know what to say because it's a random girl that she's that is and Matt's reaction was really bizarre yeah Matt's Matt was like clearly in shock yeah because he just saw this person who I mean think about it 
when you're on that show, you see the same 10 people all the time yes. or whatever. And yes. this new girl just shows up. And so he starts, like, laughing hysterically. Yeah. I think the man is breaking because the man, he, they already oh. – they have been throwing everything at him because they threw the five also, extra girls. They've been throwing yes. all these girls showing up to his yes. room to, like, talk yes. to him also about for things. context, Jeffrey, Matt was supposed to be on clear season mm-hmm. last summer. They cast her season. They had to cancel production because of COVID and recast a bunch of guys. So Matt was not asked to come back and he was actually announced as the new bachelor. And he is kind of bachelor nation adjacent because he is best friends with a guy who was on a season who was like bachelor royalty. Mm-hmm. So okay. Matt was actually never on the show. So all of this for him is like, he's Brand never new. been put through a process like this at all. Yeah. He'd be That's overwhelmed. Really He'd be okay. overwhelmed yeah. already if it was just the yes. normal situation a of normal, having he had 32 been girlfriends. Yes. Um, that's just so, so many. That's just so many. That's just so many. You have like the Chicago song, like when they're like one of those Mormons, you know, when like they're like six wives. I you know what I'm talking know. about? Like he had it coming. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but so Heather comes in as Matt and Piper are talking. Piper is, looks like she's seen a ghost. Matt is cracking. And then Heather basically laughing hysterically. Yeah, he's just like at this point. I bet I would probably start to think like I'm hallucinating. I have hallucinated this <laughs> entire situation where I am named the Bachelor. And so Heather is just like she just kind of is. I don't. I don't think. I don't even know if she asks if she can talk to Matt or if she's just like I'm going to talk to Matt. Like hee hee hee. And so Piper gets up and leaves, and Piper is pissed off to say the least um she goes back to the other women and she's like did you just see like what happened there like who the fuck is that i don't know if she says who the fuck is that i would not be surprised if she said that directly because i would um and so all the other girls are talking and they're like yeah because some of the girls don't recognize her and some of the girls are like oh she's from colton season and so then that drama is brewing that would have been me i would have immediately been like she's in colton season out of listed yeah. out like her she's whole storyline this is what this is what she says she was on paradise that was her whole storyline on colton season jeffrey was that she yes. had never been kissed yeah okay um but she'd never been kissed she had never been kissed. You can relate to. i've never been jeffrey. jeffrey has fully been kissed <laughs> <laughs> so as everyone else is freaking out, we cut back to Matt and Heather chit-chatting. And essentially what Heather explains to Matt is that Hannah Brown, who is really good friends with Tyler Cameron, he was the runner-up on her season, and then they had like this on and off thing. I like to think they had an on and off thing because I really like I like them. to think so too. Um, they were our favorite. They were they were so good together. But anyway, so they're perfect. Hannah together. and Tyler are really close and they like quarantined together at the beginning of COVID with Matt. And so Matt and Hannah got really close. They became friends. And apparently at some point Hannah went back to see Heather and said something to the effect of like, oh my God, you'd really like Matt. Like you and Matt would be so good together. AKA, can I just say, yeah. AKA, Matt is hot and Christian. That's all that means. Yeah. yeah. Not that I'm not saying Matt's on a great catch, but that's all Heather cares about. Yeah. And so then, um, so then Heather, apparently, though, this just like she brushes this off because let's remember that quarantine crew was like early April. It was like March to April. So that was, yeah, before he was like on the show. 
I mean, he might mm-hmm. have been casted for Claire's season at that point, but also... Uh, they normally get cast like two weeks before. Yeah. And additionally, I'll just discuss how I feel about that in a second. So Heather apparently didn't think anything of it. But then one day it just came to her that she was like, I need to pursue this with Matt. And I'm like, oh, was that one day after he was... When you found out he was going to be on Yeah, when you found day? out he was going to be The Bachelor and you found out that there was going to be so many people fawning over this guy, like... How mighty convenient that that one day. Yeah, she had time to shoot. She had time she had to shoot time her shot. To shoot her shot, especially with Hannah as one of her friends. Literally, like, I Haley, if you saw one of my guy friends and you were like, "Hey, super into so and so," what do you think? Yeah. I would be like, I would just have you. That would require me to um, <laughs> be social and have courage. But yes, I would. In theory, in theory, I would ask you to set us up. Exactly. And in theory, I would say, like, unless there was something wrong with him, I would say, absolutely, let me facilitate this. And so I would be like, two weeks after that whole conversation, Max, you should have the first maximum. Date. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so Heather apparently doesn't think anything of this until a certain time, which that certain time is apparently probably after he was announced as Bachelor and was put up everywhere. I know that's kind of, like, mean to assume, but that's just what I'm going to assume because the entire thing is fishy to me that, like, you only like him after he gets big when your friend told you about him before he was, like, super big, even though he was already known at that point because he was Tyler's best friend. So Yeah, people knew about Matt for a long time. People knew about him. He had, like, his clout. Um, Because Tyler had a huge social following. Yeah. And, I don't know why, but this is just giving me bad vibes. Like, this girl right? chases status in a man, like, doesn't actually chase the man's worth. Exactly what period, I'm saying. Period, period. So, it's just fishy to me, especially because if, hypothetically, he had been cast on Claire's season, and that's her hindrance for not sliding into his DMs, I don't think that's a hindrance to sliding into the DMs, because... The odds, non-Bachelor Nation, plus also the odds of him ending up with Claire after it's been announced that, like, it's casted. Like, come on. One in 32. So, like, Like, I mean, he could have gone home in the very first episode. Exactly. Yeah. And so just kind of that thought of, like, I don't know. You snooze, you lose. Additionally, even if it was after he was announced as Bachelor that, that she found out, that she found out like I don't know how she found out suddenly that she realized she was interested in him maybe just wait until he was off the show and slide into his dms um because the odds we've seen it in bachelor nation the odds of these relationships working out not not great great. especially on bachelor especially the bachelor not great did you see peter okay (laughs) so so um, so he so he basically ends up sending her home yes this is though after but um but I feel like we need to discuss what happens before, like in between that time. So Heather is telling Matt because he's like, hey, you realize like hometowns is next week. Like I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to dwindle this down to four people and like have that really, really strong connection to go and meet their family by next week. And she's like, yeah, I totally can like see myself doing that. She's like, I totally. I'm, 
like see myself like I am here for this. That's some, that's some Claire and Dale shit yeah. right there. She's like, I am here. So you're for saying this like, I know you for a day. I want to meet your family now. Yes. Yeah. She's <laughs> saying like, I can I can get proposed to in two weeks. Yes. Again, Claire energy. Yes. And so oh my her gosh. and Matt. That's, that's a red flag. We're saying this as if the whole Bachelor franchise doesn't move <laughs> within like six weeks. Okay. Total. Let's also be real. If I brought home, or if I brought home somebody and then found out that they had three other boyfriends. I would be pissed at said guy and like immediately break up. Oh, Jeffrey, just wait. Um, so <laughs> they kind of stop. Um, I think Matt's just, I don't know how their conversation ends, but Heather ends up going back to the other women because Matt needs to like go oh, out and yeah. clear his. He has to ponder. Time. He has to ponder. A lot of the bachelors have to go and be like stoic and ponder. They have to go ponder mm-hmm. so that the drama can brew for exactly. a little longer. Mm-hmm. And so Heather walks out to the group of girls and it's the, hey, how y'all doing? TikTok audio. <laughs> but they are not happy. Every single one of them is so pissed off because not only is they were they were definitely cold <laughs> to her. And they were like, they were saying like, you realize that like hometowns are in a week. And she's like, yeah, I know. I think I'm the like... Wait, you just said hometowns. Hometowns. Um, but they're <laughs> like, so do you think that you're ready to... Because after hometowns, it's fantasy suite. So it's like, what, three weeks to be engaged? They're like, you think that... Uh, it's three weeks in TV time, but I bet it's about a week. Yeah. So, uh, hometowns take a minute. So it's about two weeks. Probably. Yeah, it's like two weeks. So they're like, you think that you're ready to be engaged in two weeks to this guy? And Heather fully is like, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm ready. <laughs> Like I get the questioning, but also like, that's like you know, this is some producer. I yeah, never. That's also, but she's also okay. I'm gonna pass some major judgment right now, and I understand that I'm being really judgy in this moment. But that's what this podcast is. Heather is the exact type of person to fall in love with an idea of a person. Mm-hmm. Heather so that doesn't surprise me at all. She's like, yeah, I could get engaged in two weeks, and she knows like three things about Matt. Yeah, and those things are like, my friend likes him. He likes God. He is attractive. Hot great (laughs) heather also has like you know how there's like golden retriever energy her energy is like tiny like bichon energy just like really happy that's like the worst dog energy you could have picked yeah aloof aloof is a great way to describe heather so the girls are really mean to every tc sorority girl (laughs) Hey. hey. So the girls are really mean to her, but also, like, Piper brought up a really good point talking about on Twitter how kind of, like, or I think it was Piper, I don't know, I was seeing a lot of discourse over, like, the optics this was creating of how a lot of the women that they were showing that were upset with Heather were, like, the women of color, and then it was showing, like, these women of color, like, looking like they're, like, dragging down and being so mean to, like, this sweet little, like, white blonde girl, and that just doesn't pair well with the other Bachelor Nation issues that were happening that week. Yeah. Does not... So they were basically filling the stereotype of the angry black woman. Yeah. And perpetuating it. Innocent little white angel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they literally have Heather in, like, it's ridiculous. Like, they have Heather in, like, a white, like, dress, and it's just so much. So... It's a lot, and Heather gets really upset. Heather starts crying in her interview, and um, I mean, I am sad that she feels sad. I don't like it when people... What did she expect, really? Yeah, I don't think that... I think she was like, I wasn't expecting the girls to to welcome me with open arms. I don't know. Um, 
so she goes back and basically Matt says what well, all the girls, other girls said that was if he were to like mm-hmm. let her join the situation now, like that would be a slap in the face to every other relationship there. Yeah. Like he has said that he sees his wife in this final group of women. So why would he need to bring in another person? Mm-hmm. So he sends her home. Yeah. And this and leads to our first, our first two roses, one thorn. So this is how Heather gets sent home. And this is just like talking about Heather's exits in past bachelor seasons. So also, I think Rebecca got all of these wrong when she was mm-hmm. on. So there's zero pressure. Wait. So at this point, I just guess which one is false, right? Yep, we're going to yes. give you three options and you just yes. live your truth. Yes. Okay, so, cool. Two roses, one thorn. Okay. Here's some quick Heather exit facts. Her exit on Colton season featured her leaving on a train. Her exit That gives on, me big, good place vibes. Yeah. Her exit on Matt's season featured her leaving in a minivan. And her exit on Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise, featured her leaving on a yacht. Okay. I really want the minivan one to be true because all she wants to be is a soccer mom, you can tell. Um, <laughs> just from what Very you Very astute said. observation, hmm. Jeffrey. I don't know. Now, like... Okay, I feel like she would, like, have left on a nice boat, but not a yacht. Like, you know, like a nice speed boat. So I'm going to go with the yacht is incorrect. You're correct. You're our- Good job, Jeffrey. Good Woo! job. Yes. Was she on Paradise? Why don't I, I remember that? I didn't watch Paradise that season, so I'm not so sure. Was- okay. um, but, yes, on Colton season... Essentially, she got her first kiss with Colton. They kissed under the fireworks. And then, like, a week later, she was just like, "Mm, I'm not really into this. Like, I don't think I'm ready for you to meet my parents. And they were on a date in Colorado. And they were, for some reason, at, like, a train. Like, a fun train station. Like, a scenic train station. And instead of having her break up with him and exit, she... They put her on the train, and her last shot on Colton's season is her being pulled away on the train. So wistful. <laughs> well, Heather has I'm already... So a lot of discussion has been, oh, Heather was thrown under the bus by the producers in this Matt season. I would like to argue that her and the producers, they have not had a good row since Colton's, because if someone said, oh, you're going to leave... And the way we're going to have you exit out is standing on that train and we're going to just have the train pull away. I would say, no, that is ridiculous. So maybe, maybe Miss Heather needs to advocate a for herself van, a little though? bit more. A minivan. Like, she, came, she came in in the minivan too. Don't yeah, they have she like drove herself. She basically for the show? Made it sound. She basically made it sound like that was her rental. Well, so this is why. This is why. Because they have to make it seem like she came on her own whim. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like the minivan okay. was her rental car, essentially. Yeah. Wink, wink. And, That's an um, expensive rental car, if we're being honest. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say, why would you not just get, like, a little four-door Exactly. Like, a little four-door sedan. Car? Yeah, so, no. Minivans are one of the most expensive rentals, I'm pretty sure. I know. Yeah. So, also, is she even old enough? Don't she be 25? I bet she's, like, right at 25. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she was 22 on Colton season. Okay. So, anyway. I'm- so, then we get to the rose ceremony. Finally, all the girls are happy that he sent Heather home, but now they're nervous because who is he going to keep? Mm-hmm. He sends home one girl who I totally thought he would send home. I thought he would send home Serena C. I was like, yeah, yeah 
They've never had I've, I've seen zero chemistry between them. But then he kept Jesenia over Chelsea, which I have a lot of qualms with. Although Chelsea walked out looking, she left that hotel, so whatever, good. looking insane. She's a model, Jeffrey. And she's like a cool model. She's not mm-hmm. like, she is like, I mean, yeah. isn't the entire show models? I thought that was the whole point. Great. Point. A lot Great of point. them are. A lot of them are also like models and like physicists or like models and they run a nonprofit. They're very multifaceted. You're telling me a physicist goes on The Bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey, okay. Well, judge. that gets into. There's a gal on this episode that reveals that she resigned from her dream job as a communications manager in San Francisco, which is likely like some really big startup. Didn't she say it was a dating app? I don't know which one. I've been hearing rumors that it was being a dating app. I've heard rumors that it was like Facebook, which get big Bumble vibes from my girl Brie. Yeah, and so she is Bumble. I thought that was a no. That's not Austin. I'm thinking of a gay dating app. Sorry. Okay, where do we go next? Okay, so she's, he sends home so, Chelsea. Who yeah, so then, Chelsea. really quick. So now there's eight girls. And they keep talking about how hometowns are next week. And I'm just like, he has to send home half, half of these you. girls by the end of this episode. But it turns out to be easier than I thought it would be. Also, really quick, before we get into the next one-on-one. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a commercial for seniors looking for love before mm, the next yes. part of the show started. So... And I feel like they've been doing that for a while. So I would like to know what that's about. Yes. I would like to see some seniors falling in love. Yes. So we get to these. There are two girls left of the eight who have not received one-on-ones. And so that's like, they're kind of assuming that they each will get one because that just is like, seems fair. Like most people get a one-on-one if he has a connection with them. That or the producers have just wanted to keep them around for drama. Yes, and these two aren't really the drama girls, so... Oh, never mind. They're, like, hopeful. But then the date card comes, and it is a one-on-one for a girl who got, like, the second one-on-one of the whole season. So the girls know that the two girls that haven't gotten a one-on-one know, like, uh, one of us is not going to get a one-on-one, which is, like, a total... It's a bummer, for sure. So this girl named Serena gets a one-on-one. I like Serena... I feel like I have a different view on their relationship after this episode where I don't see the spark yeah. as much as I maybe did in their first date. So should we get into our truths and our lies? Oh Annie? my gosh. Yes. Okay. Let me pull I was up. about to give away one. Sorry, on I'm accident, distracted so. by my dog being weird. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss what's going to happen on Matt and Serena's date, and there's two roses, one thorn with this. So the first one is that they do tantric yoga as the activity, which I don't know if you're familiar, but it's yoga based on some intimate positions, okay. if you will. Mm-hmm. And Sounds then used to arouse. Mm-hmm. Or they do goat yoga, which is where you do yoga and a little tiny goat will climb up your back or do the yoga alongside you it's very cute and then the third one is that matt tries to kiss serena and she curves him okay that's just too good to be false that last one like i feel like you can't do both these types of yoga um that's where you got to figure it out then i feel like goat yoga was really trendy a couple years ago 
So I feel like they wouldn't do goat yoga because that trend is really over. So I'm going to go that they didn't do goat yoga and did the very sexual yoga. You're just too good. You're killing it, Jeffrey. Too good. You're killing it. Okay, so... Although, um, back it up. So they do, do like puppy yoga. Like, have puppies walk around us like during yoga. I thing at some point. And, like, the puppies see you doing downward dog and then they do downward dog. I've seen a TikTok of a girl who trained her dog to do yoga. Well, every single time I enroll my yoga mat, my dog walks over and she has to do downward dog on it. It's very cute. Oh, the cats are obsessed with my yoga mat. So they did do tantric yoga and Serena is not, not feeling it. She is just really uncomfortable. She like does it all, but not like kind of begrudgingly. I don't Mm -hmm. think touch is her love language. No, I don't think she's a PDA there. person. Like, I think that makes her uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do have a quote, and I'm assuming Matt said it at some point during that date. He said, I'm just vibing right now, which I just think is really funny because he's just vibing. He's just vibing. And, like, I get that it was out of her comfort zone, but I did feel like she kept making it known that she was, like, so they had, like, a little brief, like, sit on the couch and talk about it after they did yoga, but before they had their dinner portion – and she, like, kept making it known that she was not into it, like, enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which you can tell it's kind of a turnoff for Matt. Like, you can tell he's like, I want someone who's, like, down to try new things, even if it's out of their comfort zone. I think that's a very important, like, distinction in a relationship, yeah. too, now. Like, one is, yeah. her, there's, like, personality traits, like, the big five or whatever. One of them's, like, how open are you to new experiences? Yeah. Like, I think like, that's a big thing to have a line with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, and, and you can, yeah, you just have to find someone who's on the same page as you. And like, I'm someone who is a creature of comfort, but I will totally try new things. And at least once, like that's kind of my motto in life. And if I don't like it, I'm not going to like be so, it was just like kept getting brought up that mm-hmm. she was uncomfortable, which I don't know if it's because yeah. she was on TV or what. Yeah. That's um, something I was wondering too. Like I could see how maybe that would be something she'd be comfortable doing in a more private space but when you're like oh now my entire family has to see me and him like this i don't yeah. feel comfortable even though they're clothes yeah she might have just also been like this is a lot for me on this show yeah i definitely think so yeah but like also um, it's like your sex life will become televised if you make it far enough See, yeah, I think yeah. that's something that more, um i almost said characters more cast members have to like reckon with because they go on it, maybe not thinking they'll get that far, but you have to kind of remember that if you mm-hmm. are going to get far at some point, your sex life is going to be discussed on the show, and it's probably going to be shown to everyone, and yeah, that's just how it be. Yeah. I would never go on the show, because I would never want anyone to see me make out with another Yeah, I don't... Ever. That's my biggest fear. I don't if there's like- ever a gay version, I'm signing up. That season, oh, I'm in. That, I don't even so like the of thought of people seeing me and like my husband kiss at my wedding. I don't even yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. With and that's that. like you're in love with that person. So I feel like what happens is you just like kind of don't worry about it because you're in love with them. Uh-huh. But like the first time I kissed The Bachelor, my mind would be going a million miles a minute. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm not interested in that. So I felt like Serena redeemed herself a bit in the dinner date. Mm-hmm um like things got better from there but then I was like when I was reading on Twitter and stuff like I do feel like their connection is not 
very it's not really there. passionate i don't know yeah no. i think it was really interesting and he himself that said that the reason said- they had he had us the reason he had a second one-on-one with her was because he was like i need to get out of the friend zone with her which isn't a real thing yes. i have a big qualm with the friend zone yes but the friend zone like he himself acknowledged that like their relationship is more friendly than anything i guess yeah that which i feel like we're getting out of crunch time that into him yeah. yeah if the passion is there the, yeah at this point at this point if someone isn't showing that they're into you maybe just focus your efforts on the eight other people that are showing that they're very yeah. into you yeah one would yeah. think one so, would think yes so he ends but he ends up giving her a rose and so she is the first person to be secured, secured. for hometowns which is a big deal Why would, i'm sorry that's so, just she should have gone home no, that just yeah. that doesn't sound right. Well, we are really we are really skewing things for you, but yes, you're right. So, really well, quick, we'll before just we get put into that the, in the next group date, show Matt to make it. Yeah, yes. So they get to the group date. Before that, they show Matt like reflecting, like they always do, and he's on Peloton again, again. and they show like the Peloton logo. I know. So I've decided that Peloton did sponsor yeah. this season. Yeah, they had to have because they showed the full logo, and I was like. You sneaky, sneaky sneaks. Yeah. So now we're on to the group date. Wait, what was the group date? They didn't show the daytime portion. The daytime. What is up with that? They've been doing this also this season where usually they show there's always a daytime portion and a nighttime portion. Like a group activity during the day and then a cocktail party in the evening. Yeah. And this season they've been showing less of the daytime dates. But yeah, so yeah, this okay. one they went I'm like straight. looking at my notes and I'm like. No, this one, they, there's photos of it too, but they just never aired it. So they just go straight into cocktail hour with this one. So who knows what happened on the date? Yeah. I did write right here. I wrote my guest right now. I made my guest for Final Four and I was correct. I just have that keen she's eye. Got, she's got a brain um, on her. I did note that Piper her pink dress that she wore for the group date she looked insane piper's outfits this episode i mean as always she looked insanely good yeah That's piper all. has some really good outfit choices this season i would i would follow a piper fashion account putting that out there to you piper yes so how cocktail parties work is basically he just like talks to each girl one at a time and then gives a group rose um so first we talked to brie who revealed that she quit her job or had to resign from her job she said a few days ago yeah to be on the so show that, that so i'm like did she out, maybe like, tell them she would only be gone for x amount of weeks and then it went on longer yeah. she probably didn't think she would make it and just wanted the quick yeah. five 15 minutes in the spotlight well i was thinking that too i was like maybe she went in and like negotiated something with her company where she was like hey i got an offer to this show i don't want to fully resign because like there's a likelihood i could be going home soon so it doesn't make sense to resign fully from my position and then they were like somehow able to contact her like she works something so she must work somewhere really cool she's able to like work something out with the producers to have them chat with her even while she's sequestered away from the real world and Mm -hmm. so she resigned you know maybe like they should have let girls keep their jobs this time being that they could have worked remotely minus the days they were needed for filming that is exactly what I was asking before about a different thing. I We can't reveal because it's with the two roses and thorn, um, I believe. I don't know. 
But so I don't see why in this season they couldn't have let the girls work from home when they're not on the show. I don't know. That's just my take. Or like Piper's in school. Why couldn't they let Piper do her master's program? Like online online. school. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Kit, and I was like, Kit's not getting her master's. No. <laughs> getting her undergrad. Yeah, Kit is. Which we will get to later, Jeffrey. undergrad? Yes. We will get yes. to that. What What year in undergrad? Junior? <laughs> Junior. Junior. No, Junior? I think senior. Oh? No, I think it's her last year. I thought she was that's 21. Better. Yeah. But that's How like old's Junior. He's like 28. I don't like that. <laughs> He says as he's but I, no. Like, I was twenty one. Like I was twenty one most of my. Oh, most of your. You're twenty one in the fall. You're okay. probably. It's probably her senior. Okay, year. her senior year. Okay. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yes. So he reveals that, and he said something very interesting after she said she said that. He said like, "Um, I've heard everything I need to hear from Bree, like in a good way." Yeah. He said that, and so I thought she was for sure going to get the group date rose. That's why I was in a group chat and people were saying that. Brie was going to, spoiler alert, they said Brie was going to get sent home at the rose ceremony and Piper was going to stay. And I was like, no. no He's no. like, the conversation, no. Brie's no. always been endgame. Okay? Yeah. Not end endgame per se, but final four. Close to the end. At so least first that happens. Then our queen, Abigail. So Abigail is me and one of me and Annie's favorites. From we the beginning. Down to earth, angel baby. Mm-hmm. I really do like everyone that's left except for Rachel. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So she has been expressing throughout the whole episode. So she is the one who did not get a one-on-one of the two girls that are left. She did not get a one-on-one. She's feeling just like their relationship is not where the other relationships are. And she just needs to talk to him about it. And I was just really impressed with her to like, just, she just was like, give it to me straight. Like, I feel like a lot of girls would like live and would rather stay on the show and live in denial for as long as they can. I'm probably one of them. Like I like to lie to myself. Like, in that situation. And she just was like, I need to know, like, what's going on with our mm-hmm. relationship. I and think it's a very he, fair thing to ask, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 100% is. And he, this made me so mad. He basically was like, so she got the first impression, Rose. Like, night one. Like, they had this, a really, Wait, the, like, the she best. she got the first impression and never got a date? Yep. Yes. Like, they had one of the yep. best sparks. And he basically says, which I, I you have to wonder, like, how much is his choice versus how much is the producer's choice of who gets what one-on-ones. But he basically says like, I, because our relationship was so strong, I kind of put you on the back burner to pursue other things, essentially not pursue, but to explore other things because he felt so good in their relationship. But then through mm-hmm. that process, his other relationships excelled and theirs didn't. And then he decides to send her home. It was very sad. I mean, truly that just sounds like that person who like, you go on one date with, and they're like, yeah, it went really well. And then they keep on saying, yeah, we should hang out again sometime. And they just, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. like, just cut me off. Yeah. And her speech was really sad in the car. She talked about how she felt like, are you okay, Haley? Yeah, there's like a weird noise. Let me go see what this noise okay. is. I'm worried. No, it's just, I can't tell. My cats seem unalarmed. Oh, shit. No. Okay. Okay. Did the pipe burst? My fridge was open. No. My fridge door was open. 
But I was like, I said shit because I was like, has that been open all day? But I went and got a drink before this. So <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, my ceiling. I really thought I was prepared for like my pipes just burst. I finally got hit by the storm. I, yeah, I, if real. we were bachelor producers, we would have taken that oh shit cut and used it <laughs> in so many previews. Making sure that it stays shut. And I feel like that would have lived, lived up to the hype too, where like it was absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so I would check out. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Where were we at? Um, Abigail. Okay. So Abigail gets sent home and she's in the car and she kind of gets to do this sent home speech. And her speech was very sad, just saying that she feels yeah. like consistently in relationships, she's the person before they find the person basically like oh, that's she, so sad like she shows the men yeah. what well, they just, want and it's not her you just have to wonder like if she had gotten more time mm-hmm. like she is one of the only people i would say that with like i you have to wonder if she had gotten more time like had could things have been exactly. different yep. but like also let's be real the relationship would have been over max five months after the show ended anyway so next she he sits down with rachel and she tells him that he's been she's been searching her whole life for this, for this kind of love. And I'm like, you're 24. Th- that is so. exactly what I said when she was like, I've been. Okay. I feel that though. Okay. But you can't say that out loud. That's amazing. <laughs> that's true. Does that mean? I just, I felt the same way. I was like, that's such a dramatic thing to say. And I get it. But also like you're 24. You're I also 24. feel like that's something you say like after a year in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You're 24. Yeah. Um, Ooh. My mom was married and divorced by 24, so. My parents were married. My sister was married by 24, so, like, you know. And here I am. I will say, my parents were both married and divorced by, like, 24, which is truly insane. And then separately married and divorced to other people or from other people. And then they got married, like, their late 20s. And I feel, like, no pressure in my, like, inner circle. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a thing. But I have a coworker who, like, her husband's whole family, they all were married by, like, 20. <gasps> and so when they got married, her husband was, like, 24 when they got married and, like, considered, like, elderly. That is terrifying. Thank God that is not. Wow, for marriage. Yeah, that's incredibly young. Like, I think anyway. 22, 23 is, like, the first ages where, like, I'm like, yeah, marriage, like, granted, I'm single, so there's no option of me getting married at 23, but. <laughs> it still feels like I'm not. I mean, again, I'm also single, so maybe if I was married to the right person, but I or dating the right person, but I feel like that I feel too young to be married, even though I like fully live on my own. Like I am an individual adult being, independent, but I'm like, no, I'm too young to get married for whatever reason. Anyway, then he talks to Kit. Speaking of age, we have our then he talks to Kit. We have no, no, Kit. no. Wait, no, that's from. Isn't Kit's thing from... Kit is the truth and a lie. So I think we should skip her because what she discusses... Wait, okay, but I'm looking looking at what you want to do for the truth and lies and what I want to say is unrelated. Okay, perfect. Then say it. She sits down. I will just mention briefly that she talks to him about like her life plan and her goals. And she goes, I don't want to have kids till I'm 25 or 26. Normally. And I was like, what's happening right now? Like, the fact that, A, she's, like, referring to 25 or 26, like, being years down the road because that's she's a, 21. That's a normal age to have kids. Like, that's on the earlier yeah, side. Yeah, normal age. And she said it like it was, like, that's, like, young, if anything. I don't want to have kids like, until I'm mean, 35. Young, 
Yeah. Like she said it. She yeah, said exactly. it like she, she was saying she like was waiting was like, for her thirties. Yes. And I was like, what's happening right now? This is why 21 year olds cannot be on The Bachelor. I just remember but you know what? being like. I probably, because I was such a different person when I was 21, I probably would have said something very similar to that. Being like, like 25 seems so far away. Yeah. 25 seems yeah, so far away friends, when you're 21. So maybe like, <laughs> yeah, you have like my two of my good, you and Anna are both 25. So to me, I'm like, no. <laughs> Wait, that's so that would weird. Never that, now I'm really thinking old. about that. Huh? That is like 25 isn't even old. No, no it's not at all. It's, like that's still I just, like I literally laughed out loud. Me, like not even steady jobs yet. Like yeah. well, I'll probably I'm wait, what age can I still be on my parents' health insurance? Till? 26. 26. 20 I'm still going to probably be in. I said I say as I just said I was an independent adult. I am except my job doesn't give me health insurance. So so I just, I mean, but I really did respect her conversation with him. Yeah. Like, she's obviously very pulled together. And I think I say this every single episode of like, I was too harsh on Kit at the beginning, but like, I was too harsh on Kit at the beginning. And she's actually like a very smart and pulled together young person. woman. Yes. So she probably has had opportunities given to her. Yes. I, I feel we have to acknowledge yes. that, but she has taken those opportunities and, and worked hard. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, just for context, Jeffrey. Um, she is, do you know who Cynthia Rowley is? No. She's like a, a pretty successful fashion designer and Kit is her daughter. Uh-huh. And Kit is like an influencer as well. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Good for her. Yes. So then one of the maybe most insane things of this entire season happens next. When he gives the deep group date rose to Rachel. And then they sh- the other women, and so he takes her to go like watch a guy go sing, to watch Aloe Black sing. Like, they go have a private concert. And so he leaves the other women just all sitting there. And they're all just, like, like mourning. Yeah. Like, I can't even explain it. I've never seen that before. They were Maybe, so I'm upset. Maybe i in the past before. But he just, like, the other women are just, like, sitting there, like, devastated. It was so bizarre. Um, so then. It was a lot. That's, that, it was just a lot to see. Every single one of them was, like, either had like one tear coming down or they were like, or looked like they've just been stomach. shot. They were like, my stomach feels so terrible. Like you would think that he, but Killed listen, I, in my literary analysis, eighth, not eighth grade, high school AP metaphor mind. That's a metaphor. Him picking Rachel in front of all the other girls. Metaphor. Mm. metaphor mm. it's very astute of you annie it's that big old brain yeah she's got a big old brain mm-hmm. so that is how the group date ends then we get to he is back at his apartment again pondering reflecting mm-hmm. on the telephone again no, not on the no, telephone he's just evening. pondering he's just about chilling. the apartment pondering about his giant apartment and guess who shows up at his door our Rachel. girl Kit. No, oh. I wish. Our girl Kit. So, Annie, go okay. for it. Take us away. So, Kit has been doing some thinking in the hour, possibly minutes, since the date. And did, she did tells... Did she change her age to 27? <laughs> and so she tells... And now once Kit's at 26. She tells Matt some things. And so it's up to you to decide which things are true and which are false. So she tells Matt that she doesn't want an engagement to hinder school. 
Because she is still in college. Because she is still in college. She she has her senior year. Okay. She probably has finals coming up. Um, she tells Matt that she is not ready for an engagement. And she tells Matt that she doesn't think he is as career-oriented as her. Okay. I'm going to go with the lie is the first one sounds so truthful to me about not wanting to mess up her college, but I'm scared. It's not, um, but yeah, I'm going to go with, she said the career orientation. That's false. We're going to go with that's the false one. Jeffrey, you're killing you did it. Buddy. Three for three. We did it. Jeffrey. <laughs> that was like me today. Side note again, with a test that like, I took that I thought that I failed. I like literally cried halfway through the test because I didn't study for it because, you know, I was concerned about my power not being on. We were you in know, apocalypse, Just little things. And uh, had to take a test and thought I failed. And then I turned up and like got a mid B. We've all done that. Okay. So Kit does tell him um, that. Wait, why am I blinking for a second? She basically just tells him, like, she doesn't feel ready yeah. for she says, an engagement. She says something to the effect of, hometowns are next week, and I would need you to meet my family. I would need to be 100% ready to, an ex- to accept an engagement, which she knows other girls in the house are ready for that. And she was like, I'm not ready for that. So, bye. Yeah. I really respected it. Yeah. I oh, saw, so she left? Yeah, she left. She, she self-eliminated. Left. She sent herself home. Yeah. Can, can we just, did you see how he walked her out? He was, like, walking behind her. It and was bizarre. Holding, like, he was, like, had his arms around her. This pillow is Kit. And I. And then they, like, walked together with his arms around her. It was It was weird. very weird. I saw, like, people. But can we just. <laughs> can we just. Can we just say what really happened here? She went on the show. And I never say this about people. But because she is literally an infant, she's 21 years old, she went on this show to get some clout and did not expect to make it nearly this far. Mm-mm. Neither did any of us. Their chemistry was subpar at best. Mm-hmm. And she was getting too close to the end for her. And so she said, I got yeah. to go. I got the followers on Insta. Yeah. I'm out. That's and I'm not really going to make myself a villain by hurting this guy's feelings. If no, it was a very farther. amicable breakup. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scout so is going really insane happen. right now to my side. Just to clarify, I saw a. I think I saw a tweet that was like, "I think Kit's doing this because she's never been broken up with before, so she wants to make sure she gets the final she wants word." To be on the other end of things, <laughs> probably. I was sad because I really wanted to see like the socialite hometown. Oh yeah, I would have loved to see happened. her I would have loved to yeah, have seen her New disagree. York socialite hometown. Anywho, yeah, for real. Well, the next two things will go by really fast because they literally happen in four minutes. Yeah. Jesenius one-on-one. I don't even... What it was a four-minute one-on-one? Ah. What'd you say? It was a four-minute one-on-one? It was basically no, not four actually, minutes. But it, it was it felt so... Like it. They, like, drive cars and... They went drifting. It looked kind of scary. Yeah. And they... Like, it looked fun, but scary. And then they Oh, I totally dinner. tried to drift in the snow earlier. Found a, like, empty back road and was trying to do donuts, but my car wouldn't let me because, like, oh. I forgot you have to turn the traction, like, the traction control off. That was yeah. my 
Southern. Yeah, it, it, it did um, not. So, and she says during the date, this, I was like, what? She goes, if this is a glimpse into my life with Matt, like this could be a really great life. And I was like, you're drifting around in a parking lot. This isn't a glimpse into your life with Matt. It's the simple things. Um, so yeah. then we go to her nighttime portion and, and, and um, she tells Matt, essentially, I'm falling in love with you. And he basically responds with like, that's nice. He literally laughed. He like held back a laugh. Like I watched it back and he like stifles a laugh. Please don't not tell in me. In a dick way. Right. Not in a mean way, but just like a. <sighs> yeah, it was. It was something. So she tells him, I think I'm falling in love with you. He's like, wow, thank you for that. And he picks up the rose. You know, what they do, what they do before you give the rose to someone to secure them on the show. He picks up the rose and tells her he can't give it to her and that she is going home. This poor woman. She deserves, I don't know what compensation Bachelor Nation has for her, but she deserves it for that. Yeah. Terrible break. She handled it really well. I do have that note down. Yes. She handles it pretty well. She leaves it classily. She basically says, I'm falling in love with you. And he laughs and sends her home. Sends her yes. Home. Basically. basically. Not in a mean way, but like he was much nicer than that. But yes. But he was like, ha ha. No. Um, also, I wrote this down under her date, but just in general, they showed Rachel talking so much in this episode. I know. They showed like talking Rachel. to the other girls, talking in the like one-on-ones. Like it was her talking a lot. I did not. And I saw so much of her Rachel and saw so little of Michelle, which is interesting. Correct. Okay. So. Shall we go to what's um, next? So then we get to the rose ceremony. And the rose ceremony, I do remember thinking are they going to get to the rose ceremony in time because there was like it was like set 852 and i was like are they going to get to this rose ceremony they time did it but they did because he only had to send home one person because he already sent home three so he sends home piper as expected she looked really good though so good job to her and then really quickly i just want to go over some of the previews we saw for next week for can the we hometowns. talk about the evil Wait, horror movie music that plays the entire ep- the entire preview it's so scary sounding oh, I, I didn't notice that because all i could pay attention to was the fact that i think brie they show brie holding a, a fresh baby so i'm pretty sure brie meets her mom's new baby which i will flip out about that wait brie's mom's pregnant yeah so brie's mom had her when she was 14 oh okay and so now so- she- 36, which is, in Kit's reference is 82. Um, but yes, so she has a, she was pregnant at least earlier in the season, and I think maybe the baby was born. So what hometowns out. are we going to? I'm just curious where in the country people are. Oh, this, no, this they're going. coming here. So, right? I think so. They, I think they're coming to to the NEMA call. To Pennsylvania, I think. Yeah. Um, that's where they're filming. But uh, Rachel's family's from Georgia. Bree's from California. Michelle's from Minnesota. And Serena's from Canada. Hmm. So. Love a Canadian. All, my only other note about the previews is the Rachel skydiving thing. They make it seem so dramatic. So, 
So Rachel What's takes him or for their skydiving. So they go skydiving as part of their date. And then they show her landing, but like not landing on her feet. Like it looks like she just like smacks into the ground. And then they like show her when you skydive. You land on your butt sometimes. Yeah, they make it look incredibly dramatic. No, you okay? Um, that's anytime. Okay, well, I act like I've gone skydiving like a million times. Like I skydived, skydive once, and like you jump out of the plane and you kind of land on your butt. Is what I did. Well, I landed yeah. on top of a guy because you know he was strapped onto my back. But yeah, I don't know. So they made, it was really funny though. Like the clip, I like laughed out loud. Unfortunately, because I'm a bad person. Well, but. what I noticed from it was that um, the entire time it plays, they have slow horror music, like. Or not even slow, like suspenseful terror music, like dun 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 dun. I'm like, is someone gonna jump out the knife? What is going on? <laughs> the knife. They just go back to that picture of Heather standing in front of the mirror, like in the yeah. white dress. Heather's revenge. That just sounds like I don't. That sounds like if you're playing horror music with skydiving, that somebody's parachute doesn't open and they die. <laughs> Heather, like, that's the whole lead up. All of this has been leading up to this episode next and week. And then Rachel is replaced with a clone that has now been... <laughs> well, we've only seen her on social media. How do we know that she's real? Great points. Um, last thing, did you watch the bloopers, Annie? Oh, Michelle and her... Why do the bloopers show more personality every single week than we get of the entire episode? I don't know. It's absurd. But yeah. Jeffrey, the bloopers were so funny. So it was after the rose ceremony. So it's just them four and they always do a toast. And Rachel or Michelle goes, I would like to say something, but I want to make sure I look really good for the camera. Hold my drink. And she gives her drink to one of the other girls and starts doing push-ups. It was so funny. And the other girls and Matt were like dying laughing. And I just feel like we've gotten very little personality this whole season from literally anyone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you see bloopers mm-hmm. and, like, Matt's been making TikToks. And I feel like we get way more of their personalities from those things. And I just had to comment that. But hey, but they say if you're trying to do, like, look good in 10 minutes, that push-ups is one of the most effective ways to do it. Noted. Michelle knew. Michelle so. knows. She's really She good knows what's her, up. So. She does. So, Jeffrey, you Is that are just something that comes new- in the territory, Michelle? Like, having good arms? Yeah. If you want to have good arms, if you want your future kids to have good arms, name them Michelle. Jeffrey, you are our undefeated champion. Our new reigning supreme. Woo! I feel yeah. proud. And, like, I even you told should. my friends who, uh, you know, Nick. I told them not yes. to. I know Nick. I know you know Nick. Anyway, I told him like he was watching The Bachelor and he was going to give me updates. And it's like, no, you're not. You're not allowed to tell me not anything tonight. that happens this week. You're serious. Yeah. Good. I made sure that like it, sometimes like my discover page on Instagram thinks that I like The Bachelor. Made sure to look into none of that. So good job. Good. Thank you for taking this seriously. Yeah, no problem. And thank you for talking to us still for our podcast, even after you were what forced. What's the good word? Forced out of your home because of? I wouldn't say forced. Bleeding? It was more that I wanted to flush a toilet Bleeding? and take a shower. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's a luxury, Jeffrey, that I guess. Let's not ask for too much. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I took my first hot shower 
in five days today and it was amazing I, I i have showered they were just cold i feel like i should specify that i have taken a shower i shower like twice a week so i'm not judging oh i'm like a and once a day note. twice a day person oh it was not fun oh. i cannot relate and on that note <laughs> stay stinky guys <laughs> stay safe stay stinky Stay warm. Ew. <laughs> that was repulsive. Thank you for tuning really in this sorry, week. We will talk to you all next week during Hometowns. We hope this oh brought gosh. you some joy during a very confusing time in Weird Bachelor time. Nation and the nation as well. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.